Greetings, true believers. You're listening to Zero to Zero, a Who Wants to Be a Superhero podcast. I'm Sam, a.k.a. Dr. Coolrobe. I'm Giga, <laughs> a.k.a. Juicero. And I'm Val Flycub, a.k.a. The Great Great Granny. Ooh. The best, most powerful grandmother. Yeah, none uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I... We we made it with season two. Season two. Welcome to Yay! season two of Zero to Zero. Uh, it's, dare dare we say it seems like it's going to be better? Yeah, it definitely. Uh, it seems like they spent more money on this season and knew going seem- into it that it was going to be eight episodes. The cast. I think that I think the extra time is going to help it a lot. The cast is much more compelling. Yes. I it's, don't- uh, no, before we get into the new cast, though, I, I have a little note about the old cast. Oh, yeah? Okay. And I'm going to do something weird, and it's not going to make sense for the podcast, but this is how I've decided to do it anyway. Okay. So I'm going to turn my webcam on. Let oh. me know if you can see me. Oh, I get to uh, finally yes. see Hello. Sam. Hello, Sam. Oh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I bought the comic. Oh it's my like, lord. Is it holographic? I have the feedback comic. It's in the fucking plastic. Oh, oh look at it. It's mint condition. It's mint condition. Oh. They ruined I'm gonna, that I'm cover, pop huh? This bad boy open. I'm going to fucking ruin it. Yeah, that's right. No, I mean, they like destroyed that cover. Like, they, oh, yeah, yeah, no, they, they really did. They really made they it better. They gutted boring. it. Oh boy, here we go. I've I've left it in. I have I have saved this moment for the podcast. Oh, it's so beautiful. How does it smell? Does it smell like feedback? <sighs> I'm sorry for What's doing that. What's the ad on the back? Um, on the back? Yeah. Oh god, what is this ad? Oh, it's Dungeons and Dragons. At least you'll always remember when your buddy Dave was on the business end of a tail slap. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh lord. Um. I- Here's here's some of the beautiful artwork. Oh wow! This doesn't this doesn't make any sense for the podcast. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do with this podcast wise. Yeah. Uh, but I imagine we'll probably probably dig into it. You know. Yeah, we can mm-hmm. probably like do a dramatic reading where we describe what happens. That would we be can do incredible. a one time um, bonus episode where you have to donate ten dollars once to hear to us. You're gonna Patreon. Uh huh. To hear us read the comic. Yeah, and then we never put any other bonus uh, content up. Anyway, so that's that's what I've been vibrating with excitement about for the past couple days. Okay. I also I also have the season two winner. Haha. Oh damn it! So you know who wins? Yeah. I I already knew. That's like the only thing that I know about this season. Oh okay. Uh, That and that uh, a certain someone is on it. Oh yes, I I can't wait. Is it Stanley? Yeah. Uh, Giga, do you not know who the certain someone is yet? No, I don't it's know. It's one of the contestants. We will get there. I know that. Okay. I, well, I know that one of the contestants was in this episode. <laughs> anyway, uh, all of the so contestants let's, were let's in this talk episode. about season two, shall we? Okay. The uh, the opening of season two is like, uh, and and feedback. The winner now has his own hit comic book and was featured in a sci-fi original movie. Mm-hmm. Just the fucking goalpost moving. Yeah, just a lie. Like, just just a lie. I saw an interview with feedback from from like shortly after the 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 finale aired. I think, uh, which it sounded like he was led to believe that he would like get his movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do so that's no good. So in, during the intro. Or I ca- I can't remember where we even are. Oh yeah, the auditions. Okay. I wanna yeah I I wanna skip over the intro because they spoil some of the challenges. Yeah, I did skip over that completely. Okay, thank you. Um, so 
Yeah, here's here's my here's my only notes on the intro. I don't want to uh, get into the characters yet, since that would be redundant, since we get the, their intros later. Yeah, but we do see a fucking dweeb lord in a trilby vest and cape. Fuck yes. And also, uh, the... Swag is for boys. The city is now... Glasses for men. The city is now being attacked by a giant... What appears to be a giant Flatwoods monster. Um, now, what's that? Oh, uh, gosh. Every time. Huh? Uh... I yeah, the Flatwoods monster is a cryptid, I believe, in um, West Virginia. Um, it's like an alien. It's got a very like if you look it up. Uh, oh yeah, okay. I think I've seen this. It's fucking creepy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I like this it. Sucks. <laughs> I, I like I how don't appreciate this un, thing. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very uncanny and strange. Um, Ugh. Anyway, yeah. Um, the uh, there's a giant cackling electric man, which I guess is mm-hmm. feedback. <laughs> he's he's so happy now. Did you like the part? Where, oh, if you skip the intro, you might not have heard the part where the narrator is like, "The superhero hopefuls come from all walks of life: cop, mom, yep. multimillionaire." Mm-hmm. I did not hear that part. Uh, yeah. So I was <sighs> I was I was sort of taken uh, by the revelation of the reveal of said multimillionaire. Um, but we'll get to that, huh? Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, we get the we get the new like CGI intro of them like changing out of their costume, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it looks basically the same, but it does look slightly better. Mm-hmm. And I said, ah, the show is good now. And, and then we go to the auditions, and the first shot that we see is, is footage from the fucking season one yeah. audition with the accordion joker and slime ball. Also, we get previews <laughs> of what their revised costumes are going to be this season, mm-hmm. and they suck, mm-hmm. uh, especially because in this season. The There's original no bouncing boy. Well, also the original costumes are very good uh, for the that's, most part. That's true. I'm I'm not excited about uh, the 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 person who I think we probably all agree has the most interesting costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose costume then looks boring afterwards? I would say that this person has the most interesting everything concept. I yeah. am in love with this this contestant. <laughs> um, the cop. No the cop. Um, Just kidding. So we go through the auditions. It's basically the same as last season, just like a montage of like people saying weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a fucking minion. Yes, there is a minion. <laughs> the banana guy that. who's like, I am superhumanly annoying. Oh, and you're yeah. like, yeah, yep, baby, yep, yep. you know it. Um, <laughs> there's a cockroach fan. There was the great granny, which I laughed out loud. There's the uh, the crimson chin. I'm, re- I'm honestly kind of sad that the great granny... Well, the reason the great granny couldn't be put through is that she would have died. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the crimson chin is there. Uh, by that, I, I missed I'm... the crimson chin. No, uh, uh, that's, that's Jay Leno. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Jay Leno part. So they're like, they're like, oh, the audition this season, it was a bigger, mu- multiple states. We made news headlines. Even Jay Leno talked about the show. Mm-hmm. And then they show a clip where Jay Leno is like, ah, guy went to them, whatever. And then uh, it cuts to their like correspondent at the audition process. And he goes up to a woman who we later learn is one of the contestants, but she has... She has her cleavage right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, Jay would kill me if I didn't talk to you. And she just says, aw. Starting the season off with the RuPaul's Drag Race re- reference again from uh-huh. the actual show. I was thinking we would scratch that for season two, but I guess not. Let's go. Yeah. Because Ross Matthews, the intern that went to the, the contestants, because Jay Leno says it, like, my intern, Ross Matthews, uh-huh. is a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Yeah. Ah. I knew that. So I, I didn't make the reference. Stan uh, Yeah. So this is this every, is a canonical RuPaul. We, we like, try Stan to escape. wanted this to happen. We try yes. to escape God and RuPaul, and they just both drag us back in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every night in my dreams, I try to escape from God and RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but they got some. They got some auditions this, boy, this season uh, that were like this. This show. This we're a lot hornier. Well, mm. yeah. I was just gonna say people put way too much effort in. Oh, for oh yeah. Two. Like with the um, there was the woman who sent in like a music video audition where she's like, "Cosmic bitch will kick you in the oh, ditch." I love. <laughs> I love cosmic bitch. I wish she was on the show. But I don't understand probably... why people keep putting bitch in their name, like. You're not Do they not understand what TV friendliness is? Yeah, like they're oh, not yeah, going mean, to get we on the show. Got, we got Insane Man last time, and this time we got Homeless Man. I uh-huh. hate... Uh, fuck you, Homeless Man. Fucking yep. stop. Stop doing this. You, it's not funny. You, well, they probably just thought they might get on TV out of it. And they yeah. did, so good job. Yeah, so... Uh, another guy sent in a video that was like a short movie of yeah. him in his like big... like fucking Terran cyber armor fighting a villain and doing, like, pyrotechnic flame kick effects. Uh-huh. Yeah, woman, what did he think like, he was going to gain already... from the, being on the show? Right. And then <laughs> a woman there. in a gold bikini does a kick and hugs a dog. Yeah, that was True. funny. So we have all the auditions. Are there any other notable auditions? Uh, there's just a lot of, like, very, like, spray-tanned women. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do also, we... there are a bunch of auditions that you have to go like Stan doesn't even see all the contestants. Like they have to audition to go to the warehouse with the the CGI monitor. Yeah, I was unclear if that was a difference this time or if that was how it worked both times, and they just didn't really let on that that was like post filtering. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the in the void warehouse, by the way, we see the first of something we're going to be seeing a lot of this season, which is really bad special yeah. effects of Stan's TV like assembling, where it's like. <laughs> Like it's like coming together, and it just looks awful. Now, uh, yeah, I think we we are just generally avoiding talking about the contestants until we get introduced to them. Uh huh. So next we uh we get like a a, a skyline shot of of like L A. and mm-hmm. then and some electricity zooms through some wires, mm-hmm. and then ah, it goes like feedback's famous power yeah, up to up uh-huh. a street light, and then feedback manifests and. In front of a SUV. He's fucking Jojo Red Hot Chili Pepper. He could just, like, go through electricity now. Yes. And is this... So do we get our intros when they... No, no, no. Wait, do we get... It's it's kind of weird because we get, like, an intros fake out and then we get real intros. Yeah. Okay, so, so needless to say... He's, he's, like, going around telling the contestants, like, you've been picked to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, like, he comes out of somebody's microwave... He comes out of the streetlight. He comes out of one of the contestants. Like he just appears because it's like her hall, the hallway outside of her apartment right, because door. She lives in a cave, and there's no technology for him to come out of. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, God, yeah, it's I like feel Spider-Man so bad in for the country. <laughs> like, um, oh, that was that was that was not. <laughs> I didn't actually know who we were talking. Oh about. yeah, no, we were Oops. talking about Whip Snap. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway, I was so- just thinking about how funny it would be if someone lived in a cave. It would be pretty funny. So he teleports them. Funny if somebody lived in a cave. uh, This one specifically, uh, there is something to say about because he disintegrates himself and her, and then re-centigrates her dog. Integrates. Integrates. Oh, that's right. The dog like gets pulled into the microwave or whatever, and then she leaves the house to to like take her dog on a walk, and feedback is like ah. 
And then, yeah, and like... And then feedback gets shot. Teleports um, with her, and then, like, spits back out the dog. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now we can we can introduce our cast. They, so first they all we get, have Miss no, Limelight. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They all get teleported out front of the warehouse first. Oh, that's right. They all they all get teleported out in front of the warehouse. It's it looks it's very goofy and fake and beautiful, mm-hmm. and I love it. Uh, it's the first one we get Miss Limelight because I think the first one we get is Hyperstrike. Well, see, that's the thing is I I wrote them down in order of seeing them be informed. Oh, okay. It, and then it and then it introduces us to them in a different order. I, I have. Uh, uh, do you, which one do you want to do? Because I have that one. Let's sure. Let's let's go Hyperstrike first. Okay. Hyper- Tell us about Hyperstrike. Hyperstrike's a circus performer. He's from Chicago. Uh, he's beautiful. Joe is. He kind of is beautiful. Joe. He loves to do flips and martial arts. He, do yeah, you think he, that he watches anime? Uh, well, yes. I think his catchphrase was uh, "high speed action anim- anime action hero." Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, to to clarify, when you say catchphrase, you mean the thing like on their little comic book yeah, in the yeah, yeah. sequence, not not something he says because no, some no, of them no, do uh, have catchphrases. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, and he, I when say he tagline. poses, he, he sticks out sign. his Henshinagogo. Yeah. Henshinagogo. Uh, yeah. I could tell you, uh, interestingly enough, I I was looking up some of the contestants, including Hyperstrike. And at the time, he got a fucking interview with our favorite G.I. Joe fan website. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, really? Where they They're talked back? about what he was doing at the time, which was uh, he was a manga artist. Aw. He, even if he doesn't win, he'll still get his own comic. I mean, I would like him to be on the show is the thing. I like Hyperstrike I like, so far. No, he I seems, was not he prepared. seems fun. I was not prepared I like to his like energy. Hyperstrike. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, he is. He does kind of look like Sugar Ray, but I, uh, by the end of this episode, I was uh-huh. very. Sweet the only him. reason he doesn't have spiked tips is because they grew out and he got a haircut. Like, uh, wait, does he not have spiked tips? I'm picturing. No, he, totally does. Uh, he doesn't have tips. frosted tips. No, he, he has, has spiked tips. tips. Oh, okay. But he does not have frosted tips. Uh, okay. Uh, I next... like his energy. Yeah, he yeah. provides the thing that we were we would have been missing from feedback not being in the season, which is of course kicks. Kicks. Yeah. So. Fuck yeah. Uh, next up, we have Braid. Uh, not to Braid. Keep, I, I was just thinking about the Jonathan Blow video game. Every time her yeah. name came up. Uh, uh, yeah, Braid is a video game uh, developed Braid by Braid is identified as homemaker slash former CIA. CIA. Uh, Which, oh, yeah, what by the, the way, when in the section where feedback is like telling her that she got on the show... It's just like Braid, former CIA, but she, instead of like being at her home or whatever, she's just like at Walmart. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, she's from Bloomington, Illinois. So our second uh, is there a what is the demonym for Illinois? Illinoisan. Okay, uh, you're Illinoisan. Uh, oh. She probably instituted a coup in a foreign country. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, Braid's main focus is children. Yeah, yes. To to help the children that she killed in foreign countries. I, I don't know what she did at the CIA. Whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, I don't next? like her anyway. Uh, Hygiena, who is a homemaker, Hygiena? not a former CIA agent. Hygiena yeah. is... Um, I like her. I like Hygiena she as seems well. Nice. She's so mild-mannered. And uh, I like that she has such a clear... Um, gimmick character yeah yeah gimmick. that's her the thing. catchphrase is fighting crime and grime and that's going to be a theme grime and crime like everybody's everybody's oh. character is much more well-defined i was talking about this uh with with uh jordan recently uh i feel peterson yes he was like how do you feel about uh how do you feel about <laughs> i just i just feel how do you like feel season about two better season two of, uh, <laughs> he, uh but i i said that this like the cast of this this season reminds me of like a Dong and Rampa cast. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The ultimate homemaker. Yeah. yeah. Um Ultimate Flip Boy. <laughs> yeah, uh so she's from Sherman Oaks. Uh she's her thing is cleaning, so she's gonna be uh shoein' for this show. Uh, cause that's all they do at the home <laughs> that's base. True. That's yes. true. Um, she says she's here to represent the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And good for her. Next is Mindset, who is a cashier from Coral Springs, Florida. Uh, I... and he, uh, goes on Reddit and I love him. I love Mindset. <laughs> I love his cool His fucking... costume is so cool. It's so cool. He says this, he... he's got, so he's got this huge ass cowl with this LED lit, like, Joe gem in the center. It's so cool. Giant fucking pauldrons and, and a and a cave. And he's, he's talking about he's talking he talks about how he's like really smart and that's like his thing is like his superpower. Could anybody Genius's like, code? I was like I was just watching it. And all I could think was your skull looks super crushable between those two pauldrons. Like they're <laughs> yeah. so huge, and he's just like he looks like Gru. Yeah, he's, uh, he definitely gives Well, that's, off- that's the beauty of his costume, is he can actually serve as his own alarm clock in the morning, is just slamming his head side to side and- He gives <laughs> off very- his skull, but he wakes up. Like, I, I said this I'm earlier, sad. but he definitely does give off very Reddit energy. Like- No, yeah. I mean, I think he- It says he's a cashier. I'm pretty sure he works at a fucking laser tag place. Yeah. Oh. Which is just super cool. He- I don't mean that ironically. Yeah. Laser tag. He seems- He seems like he's not a- Annoying piece of shit. No, no, no. He, he, he shaved his head for the show. Also, oh, did he really? hair when they when feedback contacted oh, I didn't him, and see then that. he didn't when they arrived. Oh, that's maybe I didn't recognize him. Maybe he's on that uh, mega mind yeah. flow. The uh, next, <laughs> uh, next stuff. The... Whatever. We have the coolest one, uh, Basura, who is Basura. Basura, who I is like an Basura from Costa Mesa. Okay. I love Basura. When I first saw her, like the first couple times that I just saw, like in the recap or the like the precap or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like. Have I seen her in something else? Like, did she go on to be an actress in something? The reason that I thought I recognized her is because she looks very, very similar to my ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> One of my I thought friends. you were going to say, uh, oh shit, what's her name? She played maybe on Arrested Aaliyah Shawcott. Aaliyah, yeah. I think yeah, she kind of looks like her. She kind of does. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She's so She seems cool. really cool. Her and like very co- normal person. Yeah. So her costume is made out of garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She's really chill. Her whole vibe is very much a, a low-key, sexy trash witch, which is mm-hmm. incredibly cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Basura. Uh, and she's I great. Will, yes. We are all love Basura. Uh, we're, we, her we costume were just... is really interesting. It's showing a lot of skin, but like that's her choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she looks really cool and pretty. <laughs> yeah, she's very pretty. Um, next up, we have uh, Whipsnap, who Whipsnap. is... Whipsnap. Who is a security officer from Hollywood? Uh, and my they note don't this really... year is just whipsnap dot dot dot. I I feel she's she's whipsnap, and I like hyper hyper. They don't really tell brought... us anything about whipsnap except other that she's than like destitute. Because we get a lot. Every care every every contestant gets like, oh, I'm I'm about being with. I'm about that. All we really learn about her in this episode is that she's yeah. like. The emotional one who is like, I can't believe I made it here. I don't mm-hmm. want to let them down. Uh, Hyperstrike like, yeah. brought feedbacks kicks. Whipsnap brings feedbacks. Desire to win. Close Closeness to crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she definitely seems yeah. like on which, edge. And that's that's one of the weirder things about this first episode, which is largely pretty, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Is like, 
it I don't know what Whip Snap's deal is. Like yeah. I don't know why yeah. she's so emotional, and it just I, makes her look kind of weird. But like very, I'm sure she has a perfectly good reason for yeah, being so emotional. Yeah, she's super intense. Just uh, very strange editing choices there. Yeah. yeah. Next up, we have uh, Parthenon, who is a college Parthenon. educator I like in Orlando, Parthenon. Florida. Uh, he's gay and uh, blings his thing. Um, yeah, okay, that's the one thing I don't like about Parthenon, is his catchphrase. Yeah. Who says diamonds are a girl's best friend? Yeah, come on, Parthenon. Step it first up. First of all, because he's, your... he's got like a little like bracer that has like a gem in it. It's not a diamond, first of all. No. Uh, the answer to that question is uh, marketing. Yes. <laughs> that's who says that. <laughs> you should know that. You seem to be a history guy. Um, uh-huh. And but also, maybe uh, nobody, maybe nobody said that men can't like diamonds. Yeah, maybe he's a classics guy. Uh that, I assume he's a classics guy. You know who likes diamonds. That's, that's my that's my criticism of his character is uh he I feel like he his aesthetic is very like he he almost kind of looks like a he's like a green. like a Greek god almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but that doesn't really seem to come across in no, his character. He doesn't really embody that. Um uh you know who else likes diamonds. But what diamonds? an improvement season 2 is over season 1 right. that we're even talking about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you like all the characters are are, are fr- relatively cut and dry. Like, uh-huh. you can tell what they, their deal is without them actually telling you what their power is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know who else likes, probably likes Simons? Who? It, it's Mr. Mitzvah. Yep. Yeah, so Mr. Mitzvah, I don't know if you looked up who this is. I didn't, no. uh, I'm, I was just, he was, Mr. Mitzvah is it, insane. So he said like his, his occupation, or his, his mul- like, you know, thing about him like mom or whatever is that he's mm-hmm. a multimillionaire. Yeah. And I was and like, that's not a job. And then he Hamptons. was like, my uh, parents well, left me all of this money. So that's yes, how I'm that a millionaire. Is I was like, his life oh, yeah. so is having it inherited a ton isn't of money. A job. He yeah. is such a problem and he deserves that. So here's <laughs> the here's the here's the here's the complicated thing about Mr. Mitzvah. Cause look, I'm Jewish. I'm all for Jewish representation. There's so few Jewish people in in yeah. I mean Listen to fucking Jurgen it episode whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Pivot to Lifetime to hear me get mad about this shit. Um, like, but here here's the thing with with Mister Mitzvah. Oh, and I haven't we haven't mentioned uh, this season. I think they maybe realized that it didn't make sense to make such a big deal about secret identities. Yeah. While constantly <laughs> telling you who's who's who in every episode. Yeah. So we don't. They get haven't names. given anyone's names this week mm-hmm. or uh, this season. Uh, but I was able to find him. So here's the thing about Mister Mitzvah. Okay. Uh. His dad was a Holocaust survivor. Oh, okay. Who then came to the United States and became a multi-millionaire oil tycoon. Oh, wow. Okay. So then when he died, he left all of his money to his son, uh-huh. who then had a net worth of a hundred million or so dollars. Cool. Uh, so he has, as far as I can tell, just spent his life not really doing much of anything. Like sometimes he will like release like a single. And then he goes on Who Wants to Be a Superhero. <laughs> yeah, he wow. seems uh, like he's definitely an eccentric. He's I, ha- I have some complex feelings about Mr. Mitzvah. Yeah, he... I'll say this. I don't like him. No, I don't. I don't like him either. And it's, boy, does it, I don't think like, anybody likes Mr. Mitzvah is the thing. Well, is it? it's not part of the stereotype that he's Jewish and rich because he is actually rich in yeah. real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's something about like... It's he did. That, I don't like that the one Jewish person is super His rich. whole theme is look how much money I have. Yeah, right. Uh, and also his whole theme is I am Jewish. Yes, because like right. Parthenon's thing, it, like he isn't like Mister Gay. 
Yeah, but Mr. Mitzvah has a hand mirror with a Star of David on it. I think I think uh, I am Mr. Gay, according to Super Mario Galaxy's box art. Oh, yeah. Hey. Anyway, so long, Gay Bowser. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's I, also uh, we haven't mentioned he he's way too tan. Oh, he's super tan, tan, and tan. his hair is bleached. Uh, to and the he's roots. also an asshole. He's Who's also next? yeah, he's a piece yes. of shit. Uh, uh, speaking of way too tan, uh, Miss Limelight is next. Miss Limelight. Limelight. So do you know who Miss Limelight is? She's a barista, and yes, I do know who she is. Who is she? Miss Limelight, uh, also known as Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas! Yep. So, okay. I was shocked to my very core. (laughs) Uh, If you don't know, Miss Limelight, aka Trisha Paytas, is a reply girl on YouTube. So So she's a Quentin Tarantino reply girl. Remember how (laughs) last season... Like, we were like, we don't like Creature, but then later I was like, why do we not like her? She said that one thing about the donut. She, she's harmless. And then we were- I think I mean, like so many things, Creature just kind of got screwed over by editing in the first episode, mm-hmm. and then she yeah. was pretty much fine after that. This, Miss Limelight, I find her annoying, and I am perfectly happy fucking hating her. Yes, because she sucks. she is- She's an know- OG YouTuber yep. from- the mid two thousands. Yes, she is. Decided to cling to her YouTube notoriety by being a major troll. She is someone who's famous for in the past couple of years, um, say- making a video saying she identified as a gay man, um, which she seemed to be figuring out on camera. Um, never followed up. Never did anything to suggest that that was anything other than trolling for clicks saying that she identified as a chicken nugget. She's and hilarious. Then, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. watching a vi- one video about um, dissociative identity disorder and saying, making a video saying that she realized she has multiple personalities. And you yeah. notice how I used the correct term and then she said something wrong. She says that she says it wrong in her video. And then she made a follow-up video of her like, Oh, she caught the switch on camera and like her being her other identity, uh, whatever. God, and, yeah, like, I hadn't kept up. Called... She did also endorse Donald Trump for president. Yes, she did. I mean, that's well, not surprising. Yeah, um, I mean, she would do anything to stay relevant. She's, um, yeah, she's a monster. Um, and she sucks. And, yeah. And like, she's if you really don't annoying. know who we're talking about, just look her up and you'll instantly know who we're talking about. I cannot yeah, believe be careful. Be careful if you Google her, though, because when I Googled her, the first thing was a video from her Twitter of her being like, check it out. I learned how to squirt. Jesus. Her, I mean, good for her, I guess. I mean, she does have an OnlyFans now, so. Great. Uh, I was just surprised. I wouldn't. Yeah, I was uh, surprised that Google just, like, put that right there. <laughs> I would. Wow. God. So she's Miss Limelight. Um, so she's, she's Miss Limelight. Oh, is is this the is this the person you were talking about who was one of the contestants earlier? Yes, yes. Oh, Trisha okay. Paytas is the person I was talking okay. about. Okay, so I was, uh, yeah, I was thinking like you were talking about someone who was one of the earlier contestants. Yes, this mm. is who I assumed you would be talking about. <laughs> yes. Um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, she says later in the episode that she's eighteen. Um, yeah, and- this was this was like kind of the begin. Like this was before her YouTube channel, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, this I was, think... like, the... F- I mean, she had been on, like, one other show before this, but this is, like, the beginning of Trisha Paytas's mm-hmm. media career. It's the and this, Trisha. This was, like, a persona that she was putting on of being, like, bubbly and ditzy. And, yeah, like, yeah. People get this ditzy image of me. Yeah. And, um, 
it's not even her real voice. Like she's using a, no. a fake ditzy voice, and it's just annoying. Like I knowing hate her. that that's not really she. So she's like fully. I don't really know much about her. She did say one thing this episode that I thought was very funny. She's a dried out tangerine in terms of yeah, in fake uh, tan color, she and she wears a get, white wig. She can't get limited soon enough. Whereas and she would, wants to know if dogs have brains. Yeah, I would. Be, I would be very happy. Uh, to a preacher make it to the finals in season one because she was uh, bemusingly awful. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate to see this person. Yeah, uh, Limelight's thing is like, I'm annoying. Now, let's talk about someone who we all of, like. Yeah, speaking of people that we like, um, the Diffuser. Uh, Pig. Diffuser is a cop. Diffuser is a police detective from Austin, Texas. Uh, He's a fucking cop. He's a cop who's superheroes. What if a superhero was like a cop? Yeah. Fuck yeah. the diffuser. Uh, ACAB extra applies to him. ACAB. Um, also, he seems like a dickhead. He's, I, a, he's I, such right. a dickhead. I was he's, I was really worried that he would be like the cop hero, and then he would be like really nice and be like, Urgh. but he's such an like he's just being so fucking obnoxious. Yeah, he's such he's so yeah. bossy. And, it's like picture a cop. You yeah, got it exactly. I mean, picture that's someone the, that's who the has thing about issues it. with not being in control who needs to be in control of every situation at all time and uh, yells a That's lot. That's the wild thing about the diffuser is that, like, he says uh, that he became a cop because he thought it would be the closest thing to being a superhero because he was always into comics as a kid, mm. which is, like, that's so, like, there, there's something so indicative about, like, the way that, like, cops think, yeah. which is that they're, like, oh, I want to be a cop so that I can do cool action hero things. Mm-hmm. And he has taken it to a bizarre, like, mirror universe level where he became a cop to be to pretend to be a superhero and then became a superhero to pretend to pretend to be a cop? Uh-huh. I don't. Like, everything he does in this episode is, like, role-playing as someone role-playing as a police officer and mm-hmm. just being like, go, 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 go! And it's just so fucking annoying and I hate him. Yes. Yeah, I, I want I want him to gone. Also, I have one other note about uh, the Diffuser. Here's a little fun fact for you about him. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, you know how the, 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 funny, the funny irony of his name, uh, the Diffuser, implies like that he like gets into a situation and like eases the tension and, and breaks things up and de-escalates. Yeah, something a, a police officer has never done. They love to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, his original name when he submitted the application uh, was actually Takedown. Wow. Oh. oh, like the opposite. Yeah. Like when you tackle uh, and then, someone. Uh, he, he had to change it because there was like a trademark issue or something, but yeah. Wow. Cool. He well, submitted his character as like, hello, I'm cop beat up guys guy. <laughs> I, see, because I thought he might be a bomb defusal specialist, and that would be that's like how it's okay. Spelled, I, can, I think I can maybe tolerate yeah, this person because I'm pretty just... sure he's carrying around a bag of fucking grenades. Yeah. Yes, like like I was prepared to accept this person being cop adjacent and keeping a spectacle eye on spe- uh, uh, keeping a skeptical eye on him the whole time. But no, he's just a fucking cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a cop who's like, man, I wish that cops were uh, able to do more damage with less impunity. Yeah. I wish a cop had the most advanced technology to date. Oh, wait. God, if only. Is what he says. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so that's the... Now we can start the episode. Hooray. Uh, Yay. 40 minutes in? Shut up. (laughs) Fortunately, uh, Fortunately, the show skips a lot of shit, like... They just go straight into the the hideout. Like yeah, there's the, no bullshit. There's oh, no like 
roadie art. There's no like the elevator is playing metal scrape dot wave. Yeah, we do see there. the we do see like the weird thing with like there's Asian women folding clothes and the women's the women are like oh here they are again except yeah. they're different women this time. Yeah, they're not the same. He's women. like I thought you changed the locks. They also put them in like funny stereotypical like Chinese yeah, clothes like this time. Yeah. And they super do, and they're like all the same weird. color. Um, maybe they got to choose. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Anyway, they, so we they see get the, the lair. They, yeah, they get in the it's elevator. The same oh, they did a funny. One. They funny play some elevator music, and then it's like second floor, mission control, and spa. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Dong and Rapa, it's the same lair. There's no windows, and it looks somehow worse. Yep. You think so? I thought that it was nice that they kind of toned down the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, There's even less furniture in it now, though. It just looks like a big, empty space. Yeah, Right, looked, but the furniture was so ugly. But <laughs> just like, oh, thank God, it's empty. They replaced the Cheesecake Factory vibes with mod vibes, and it's not better. Did you like how the entrance has, like, a little Stan Lee museum? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, the pen that Stan Lee started his career with, and Stan Lee's glasses from college. It's very Which cult- I'm pretty sure is no. not yeah. true, for three reasons. One... Uh, who keeps a pair of glasses for 70 years? Uh-huh. Two, I, I was trying to find pictures of young Stan Lee, and he wasn't wearing glasses in any of them. And three, uh, he didn't go to college. Well, moral of the story, don't wear glasses and don't go to college. Also, how can right. you have a pen that... It also, that looked like a ballpoint right, how pen. Could, how could he have a pen if he didn't go to college? Well, <laughs> not that. It, uh, it did how, look like a pen. But it, it looked and like it a ballpoint pencil. pen. Um, and also, how how I can't keep a pen for two weeks without losing it. How can you right. keep it then for seven years? Well, Stan, they're just implying that he has such an ego that he, like, drew his first doodle and he was like, I'm gonna save this pen for 70 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can accept that. So... This pen is gonna be worth a lot of money someday. <laughs> so they go into the lair and they look at... They, they see that they all have twin beds with their names over them. And mm-hmm. it's just like last season, except the sheets are like that sparkly kind like of star- plastic sequin like, thing. Yeah, they're Star Trek sheets. Why so are it's the not beds even so shiny. It's not just twin beds. It's twin beds with really uncomfortable sheets well, on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I've I've had I've been adjacent to a sequin sequined pillow before. I haven't touched it. It looks like it sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's how all the sheets look in Star Trek, and. It's the funniest thing. Um, <laughs> like uh, 60s did you like, Star Trek? No, no, no. Like TNG Star Trek. Nice. Did you like, they, they have a little talking head with Basura where she's like, I'm pretty sure that Hygiena and I are going to butt heads because I'm all about mess and garbage and she's yeah. all about clean. And like, and yeah. I, was just, oh my I was just watching God. this and I was like, I wonder if any of them are going to interact in this season. <laughs> yeah. I, like That was Basura, a funny reason to put as like fake drama. Basura is a Twitter user before Twitter. She's so good. <laughs> is that a compliment or an insult? Uh, it's a compliment. It, like, the good kind of Twitter user. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Hyperstrike, meanwhile, did you see the weird, like, hammock swing seat? What the fuck was he sitting on? I, I don't think, know. I think it was a sex swing. I think it was Mr. Mitz with a sex swing. <laughs> he had it I can only... I, look, I, it's, it's, I, need, I need my sex swing. I can't, I'm not coming on the show unless I get my sex swing in the lair. Yeah. <laughs> I know I can't uh, bring any guests. I just need to be on it by myself. This man only eats blue M&Ms. Yeah, Hyperstrike is like, he says like, oh, I can't figure out Mr. Mitzvah. And then Mr. Mitzvah says like... <laughs> Some bullshit. He says like, I can't... What does he say? He's like, I don't care if people think I'm a loner. All I care about is winning. He literally, like, he, he basically says, I, di- I came here to win. I didn't come here to make friends. 
Yeah, God. He, yeah. And, the thing that everyone says in one way or another. And then something yeah. happens. He, there's just something so something about the fact that this guy is like, I have a hundred million dollars and, and I don't have to work for it. So I, I'm just kind of vibing for my entire life. <laughs> so the only thing that I care about now is winning some fucking reality yeah, show. My man, you could just get for a something comic. to do. Yeah. You could get a comic. Um, oh, and anyway, the thing that happens. Uh, this is yeah. also that they mention there's a new prize. Oh, yes. Um, uh, an so oh, they not yes. only get all of the stuff that Feedback got, but um, they get an action figure of themselves. Lefty's and I have gonna make it. one question for them. Yeah? Is it the le- if Lefty's going to make it? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was asking, too. Did they commission um, Lefty? I've seen it. It looks like shit. Anyway, uh... But the the source of that information is Stan, because he's on the TV in the living room, as he often is. But what happens before we see yeah, Stan so on the TV in the living Stan, room? Uh, boy, howdy. Uh, the, uh, the, um, it's so hard to describe, isn't a, it? A tube that's on the ceiling or the roof of the building, like a big oh, metal yeah. duct. One uh, of those big metal tubes that you can jump into yeah, in uh, Rusty Bucket Bay in Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, it, it, it retracts into the house... And then a brick wall slides up. It, oh, this is all CG, by the way. It's extremely fake. Just about the worst special um, effects I've ever seen. But yeah, mm. so the a brick wall slides up into the ceiling, and then the ma- a, a solid mass of bricks moves upward, revealing a common room. That see, that's the thing about what they're implying here. Is that they basically are are saying like you know the living room the ceiling could come down and crush them all to death at any moment. Yeah, <laughs> it 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 makes the whole fucking like hideout look like a fucking trash compactor. Also, I like that that like the implication that there is like twenty cubic feet of brick just in the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably not structurally sound. That's no, pretty heavy, I think. And. Yeah, I another another great thing about this CG is that it's confusing, and I didn't even know what, what the fuck was happening. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is I my notes just kind of say like bad special effects crusher, right? Because like I couldn't really like put into words like what I was seeing. Oh yeah, I, I should note since we skipped over the additions part, Basura says that she can live for a week without her head oh yeah she yes. does say and that i was like and she has like a kind of turtle backpack and i'm like wondering if she has maybe turtle powers which would make me like her even more uh because turtles can live for prolonged periods without their heads well wow. they shouldn't have to that's no, terrible some <laughs> fucked up russian dude did it to a, to a turtle oh, no at some point let turtles have their heads mm-hmm. i agree um, so, yeah, Stan tells them if you win, you'll get a comic book that nobody will buy, except for Sam, and an action figure that no one will buy, including Sam. I can't believe uh, you bought the Braid comic book. And then, <laughs> he appears to get, like, attacked by some kind of monster. He's I, like, you're not supposed to be here! Mm-hmm. And then the video, like, goes static, and it comes back on, and there's a guy in a black robe now, looking like Organization 13. I trust that you were both, we were all thinking the same thing. Is this the Dark Enforcer? Yes, I was thinking. The thing that. is, I'm pretty sure that the like voice effect that they used was the same voice as the Dark Enforcer yeah. had. Um. So, uh, uh, Sam, Sam, hi. What happened to our precious Stan Lee? He's dead. Oh no! Not yet. 
Uh, they cut him in half and took each half to different aqueducts at the local water plant. The they River. show a picture. It's very clear that both aqueducts lead into the same Stan Reservoir. <laughs> yeah. They're going to drown Stan. Um, the, yes. the Stan Levy. Uh, they're going to drown Stan in the L.A. River, which is quite a feat. Um, because the L.A. Uh, River doesn't have any water in it. Um, yeah, so he says you'll have to divide into two teams. Teams! 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 teams. A team mission! It's like they realize what the show it's, is about. Yeah, it's like the Teams. show. It's like the show's a thing. Um, our precious Stan Lee, and they and they have to go to the the water plant. He implies that uh, he's going to like blow up the aqueduct mm-hmm. and drown Stan. Yeah, yes. or you'll never see your beloved Stan Lee again. He just yes. keeps saying it. He keeps yes. calling him precious Stan. Your precious Stan Lee. Your precious. Your beautiful Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. They, you'll never the see handsome... Big Dick Stan ever again. <laughs> Yes. Um, so they do the stupid, <laughs> it's a TV show, but let's pretend to be superhero dialogue where one of them goes, it could be a trap, but the only thing we can well, do we is have, play into yeah, his game. We'll, we'll, we'll have a choice. Uh, my favorite thing, <laughs> I would love it if it was a trap. They go there. They apparently just, like, don't have drivers this time. The end. They apparently don't have drivers this time, which oh, uh, yeah. makes me think it would be very funny if none of them knew how to drive. <laughs> do they not have drivers? Uh, no, they. I don't know. I they, think they, they've been, I guess des- I didn't... They've been um, de- downgraded from a stretch Hummer limo to. Uh, sorry, a stretch Hummo limer uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to uh, a. Um, it's just like two two like, Nissans, hands, right? yeah, two large Nissans. Um, Which I mean makes more fucking sense for the idea that they're trying to like stay undercover. Yeah, so I'm not yes. complaining. No, this uh, they, the thing about teams. this sh- this season is it makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. They divide into teams. We got the blue team is Basura, Braid, Parthenon, Miss Limelight, and the Diffuser. Mm-hmm. Red team is Hyperstrike, Mindset, Hygiene, and Mr. Mitzvah, and Whip Snap. So these are Hyperstrike's team and uh, the Diffuser's team. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so they go to the water plant, and uh, each team finds like a shopping cart full of some bullshit, including a TV. Uh, does someone just sitting say, there, I don't know. Does someone say at one point it stinks of evil? Someone probably says it stinks. Yeah, of evil. I can Matt, like that sounds like someone's. Some, I took someone a note to that just says "stinks of evil." That that you know, oh, yeah, that's probably something someone said. That's another delight of this season, by the way, is that everyone is like way more into it yeah. as a superhero thing. I think yeah. I I don't know what they did for the first season, but this time it seems like they ran uh, cons, like they 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 did the con circuit, and uh, I mean it's possible <laughs> that. Just like the notability of season one made them more, yeah, made more nerds aware but of I, the I, show. I think also, that like, they probably recruited at, at at comic book conventions, given the cities that they mentioned. Also, mm. the maybe season one they had a bunch of ad libs and they cut them all out except for feedbacks. That's that's very possible. I mean, I didn't. I do know from like reading the interviews that like Cell Phone Girl and obviously like Nitro G were both like super into comics. So yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Nitro so, G, so uh, Dr. Coolrobe appears on the TVs and he says <laughs> that their challenge is that they have four minutes to shut some valves and pull some levers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we're starting with another physical challenge because the, the trick is that they're going to be getting blasted with giant fans that are spraying water at them really hard. Uh-huh. So Stan says, um, I'm not testing your physical strength. Like Sorry, when who he's- says that? 
Well, at the beginning of the episode, Stan is like, I'm not testing your physical strength, I'm testing your heroism. Oh, right. But now that we're at the aqueduct, it's not Stan in charge, baby, it's a supervillain, so he is <laughs> yeah, testing right. their physical cool strength. Room. He's going to test your physical strength, and he's going to put up a, a horrible-looking force field. Also, uh, there's... And if you want if you want your beautiful, sexy stand back, you'll have to arm wrestle me. If you, you want, want your, your six-foot-tall pussy tall stand, Lee stand Lee back. Stand. Well... <laughs> Uh, oh, we need to also mention, he says, uh, he says, like, if you look on the carts, you'll find a key, which no. is the key to Stan's life. Yeah, he says the, say the key to your problem is right in front of you. He doesn't yeah, say what we'll on the carts. He says there's a key, key on the cart, and you need to get it to solve the puzzle. Uh, but stupid. don't yet, because nobody, nobody it'll make it. a more dramatic TV. You stupid idiot. Everyone ignores it. What if someone yeah. did take it? And the, uh, they do get, they what get if Mr. Misfa took it and didn't tell anybody? Yeah, he just takes it and leaves. He's like, ha ha, I win. I got a, I got a free key. Uh, he Basura uh, puts they, it in as a necklace. Mm, he's they like, get, uh, trash. They get helmets and goggles this time. Yeah. Which is a nice change of pace. Although it's not going to protect not gonna you, save from you from the water down. being blasted yeah. into your damn mouth. Yeah. Or falling down. So this is also, it's it's supposed to look like it's aqueducts with the big fans going and water's coming out of them. It's just the big fans of the aqueduct and then hoses spraying yeah, a bunch of water and shaky at them. cam. Don't yeah, shaky I think I was cam. really feeling this when I was watching it because I, my notes, and I don't usually just like read my notes out loud, but I wrote down in my notes, the fans are blasting water everywhere. Water plants, man. What a concept. I love it. <laughs> Damn, I wish I was that Sam. I wish I could be there. <laughs> I was just really feeling this. I that's guess. a state that I wish I could be in. Um, oh man, well that's just nifty. Oh, water plants. What a fuck. What a fucking concept. My uh, <laughs> notes just say, "Oh, it's period a lot of water." Yeah, it yeah. is a lot of water, and a is. lot. Of, the camera is constantly handheld and shaky. It's mm-hmm. oh yeah. It's like a goddamn late series Harry Potter movie. Um, That's the beauty of it, though, is that it's not handheld camera. No, it's well, just it's that handheld applying, sometimes. Like, a screen shake effect. It's handheld sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes when they have static shots of like the the clock and stuff, um, it is it is that digital shaky cam. Yeah, it's a, a mm-hmm. lot of digital. It's so funny. Um, yeah, so they they put up some like shitty looking CGI like laser fences, and then they ca- they count down from three, and the laser fences stop being there, mm-hmm. uh, and that means that it's time for them to go. The diffuser, being an asshole, is like, no, we all gotta link arms. It's the strategy. Which and is like he makes them link arms. Like Parthenon is literally like like just walking on without him, and he like grabs him by the arm and is like, no, we're doing my stupid fucking pointless thing. <laughs> Linking arms, you know, when you're being pushed away by wind. The thing that it's you want to do is maximize the amount of drag that you create. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking help anything. Like it only slows them down. Yeah, it makes them look it like a team. Even, it makes you look like a team. It doesn't even look like these fans are really blowing that hard at you that it's like hard to move. I mean, it does when they get close to them. When they get it's close, it's just to that them, they're spraying sure. water. Yeah, but yeah, well, I, like, you, it, you get to see like. Um, you need to see mindsets, Kate. Oh yeah, fucking going poor wild. mindset. Yeah, m- mindset is so much drag. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he even says in a head in a talking head. I felt like, worse for I'm kind of fucked in this challenge. Yeah, I felt <laughs> I definitely felt worse for uh, for mindset and Basura in this one because yeah. mindset has, generates a massive amount of drag, and Basura looks like her clothes are going to fall off. <laughs> um, Basura is fortunately they don't. So, but yeah. Anyway, that's just that's just the diffusers thing throughout the episode. Is like yelling I'm going to take commands. charge and be a leader in the form of yelling at people and adding nothing to the situation. Yeah, he doesn't help. Um, he just wants to look like he's leading. Trisha does say something valid about God, him I later. Hate the diffuser. 
Fuck the diffuser. So the red team, the red team. Meanwhile, they're not linking arms. They're just they're just all going separately and are doing just fine. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, they the blue team get all the levers and valves closed, but they're like the fans are still going. What's going on? And they notice a little keyhole. Mm-hmm. Sick riddle, bro. Yeah. Cool. What could this possibly? The be? key to the puzzle is the key that is going that were goes they, to the keyhole. Were they told? Not to take the key when they realized it was there. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm I thinking. Hope, I hope so exactly because it, otherwise, it, like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I anyway. I uh. So Whipsnap goes for it. She mm-hmm. she's gonna take one for the team. Yeah, Whipsnap on the red team. She, like, I'll go grab the key. She immediately mm-hmm. eats shit. Uh, fuck it, fucks up her leg and yeah. yep, she falls uh, and messes up her knee. Cool. Good going, start. And no one's like, yeah. hey, I can I can go. There are four she, of us and three things that need operating. So. Uh, yeah. No, she just keeps trucking, gets the key, comes back. She even mentions in the head start, I mean, that what the fuck? She mentions in the talking head that she's like, yeah, I felt my knee pop. Like, but, um, so Stanley's not dead. supposed to do that. No. Yeah, so they killed Stanley. Uh, they didn't get back on time, and Stanley's yeah. dead. For, to, to, for, to credit Hygiena, Hygiena does go and get the key from Whipsnap yeah. and mm-hmm. bring it to the keyhole for her. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Hygiena and Whipsnap, they're on the red team. They lose. They lose by like five seconds. Allegedly. That's what the timer we see shows, yeah. but it's yeah. it's impossible to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stan yeah. Lee is dead now. Stan Lee's dead. They show a little uh, graphic of him disintegrating like Voldemort. No, it yeah. literally puff, goes out in a puff of smoke. Yes. Um, yeah. And and yeah, we're so yeah, we're like an hour in because this is the end of the episode. So we'll see you next week. Stan is dead. Stan is dead. <laughs> and all our heroes will I'm have to I'm curious to see how they but... move forward from here. So Dr. Mm-hmm. Coolrobe. Feedback will take over. Oh, that would actually be pretty fucking cool. Mm. Uh, so Dr. Coolrobe appears on the on the TV and he's like, this is such a like awful. Oh, God, I wish <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking when they wrote this dialogue. But he's like, well, you fucked up. Say goodbye to Stan Lee, and to say goodbye to him, now's your chance to say goodbye to him, and it'll be easy for you to say goodbye to him, because he's closer than you think, pulls off Hood. It's Stan Who is Lee. It? It's Oh, it's Stan. It's Stan, he's there. He's it's not Stan. dead. Um, Stan was under the rub. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says, I was testing you, I want you to understand not to take anything for granted. And did you hear they spliced in someone going... Great test. <laughs> That's good. I did my. Oh my that. god! Do you, have you guys ever seen like cool show? On... <laughs> yeah, great joy. Have you guys ever seen <laughs> videos on on YouTube about um like Dar Widow's Well? <laughs> of what? Darman. He's this. No. He makes these like viral videos on Facebook and YouTube where it's like. Um, a man left his wife for a younger woman. What t- happens next will shock you. And she like, you mm. know, she goes and gets all, starts living for herself and works out. And his younger girlfriend leaves him for an even younger man. Like, and the it's prob- like a lesson. And then he died. Wow. The problem. And then at the wow. end, at the end, he always has this moral. But like some of them, it's <laughs> it's clearly just like. This is a story of a person who, like, her, her first husband was a dick, and now she sees he sees her new husband, and he's great. Ha ha! Don't be so a dick. So kind of like a moralizing chick track. Y- yes, and Darman yeah, at one, the end, one, unlike all the normal chick tracks. That okay, don't but like modern moralized chick track, I guess. I don't know what a chick track is, but Sam oh, seems to. You're so not I'm, missing out. Yeah, no, don't worry about um, it. But at the end, Darman is like. 
If someone can't handle you at your worst, they don't deserve you at your best. And it's like, I don't know that that was really the lesson. I don't know that there was a lesson yeah. like that in this skit. It's kind no, of just see, like... She was like, she was don't being be a bitch, you know? Yeah, like, don't be a dick. Um, that's what this, like, made me think of was, like, Stan being like, don't take anything for granted. And that's why you don't yell. And that's why you always leave a note. Yeah, he's because it's fucking... like just say, "Haha, there's gonna be tricks." I'm a trickster. Like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a spooky man. Like, um, also, yeah. like the the don't... metaphor was as tortured as Though, the he's closer than you think. As we yeah. find out later, shit's gonna get weird this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they all go back and they have a cheer and they're all like, "Hey, we all did our best." And exclusive, exclusive. Um, and then they all go to bed, and there's, like, a night, night, like, there's just a poorly shot, I don't know. Uh, you did, you did skip, uh, mm-hmm. the oh, moment sorry. where, uh, they all go back to the hideout and, and whip snap, everyone's, everyone's cheering right. for Stan's trickery, and whip snap is in another room crying. Oh, right, whip yeah. snap's in another room crying, and the best thing that can happen to a person. Probably because she fucked up her knee. Yeah, yes. and the best thing that can happen to a person who's crying happens, and a cop <laughs> goes to comfort them. Uh-huh. And he, tr- uh, he tries. I, he, yeah. I mean, he does this very coply. I think. Yeah, it's a very. He, he's he's like yeah, slightly gentle. He pulls her gentle. over and gives her a it's, Starbucks gift card. Yeah, it's gentle <laughs> and paternalistic. Uh, yeah, and because like he ends it with like, so all right, so stop crying. Yeah, like he, he wants. Yeah, he wants to achieve something. He doesn't want. He like he doesn't want, actually want her to feel better. He wants this to stop. Um, yeah. Uh, I really like Hyper Strike. I like his common writer costume. Uh, mm-hmm. I like him. Yes. Yeah. He's good. His his costume is great because it's not only like it's good, but it's also very simple and color blocked. So like, yeah, he'll it'll it, be good to get a makeover. I yeah. mean, he's ready to go on Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, he looks like True. yeah, he looks like a um a Tokusatsu guy. Uh, I mean, with with the special effects quality on the show, he basically already is a Mighty Morphin Power yeah, Ranger. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. and he, he's always in the right pose, right? He's always like kind of has his crane, like he's got he, his hips forward, uh, shoulders back, like mm-hmm. arms kind of ni- like uh, arms at sharp angles. It, it's very good. He definitely yeah. plays the character very well. He's mm-hmm. great. Anyway, so now it's nighttime and everyone's going to bed. Uh, this is, you know what? Another another moment of like ah season two is like a show yeah we like see them all like in the bedroom like like hanging out before bed mm-hmm. uh, and Miss Limelight says a very weird line mm-hmm. uh, in in a way that I assume we're going to be seeing a lot of from her mm-hmm. where she's just like I'm I'm can't, I'm glad I get to share a bedroom with everyone because I I can't go to sleep if I'm alone in a room uh huh just like okay yeah and hyperstrike. Hyperstrike asks how old she is, and she says 18. Mm-hmm. And the diffuser says, Limelight, I am 20 years older than you. I got a 15-year-old, a 20-year-old, and a 22-year-old. And Miss Limelight says, oh, wow, are they your kids? <laughs> and then everyone laughs. <laughs> and Limelight just, I mean, the uh, diffuser just covers his fucking face, because he like, can't. Yeah, what? <laughs> so that, that was the moment of Miss Limelight this episode, where I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um, so, the next morning... We get uh, before the next morning. Two two important things happen here. Okay. Uh, so the diffuser then says he's like, "I feel real a real kinship to Limelight. It takes a lot of courage to do something like this at her age." And I'm just like, "Yeah, man, 
most people go on a superhero reality reality show when they're 38, like you. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Wait, that's not. How I that feel like works. most people who would do this are like teenagers in like early 20s. You fucking weirdo. Apologies to Major Victory. Anyway, uh, and then we get a shot of all the heroes going to bed in their entire costumes, including Mindset with his giant pauldrons. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> that was. It cradles really his something. brain. Yeah. Um. So the next morning. Uh, we get our next challenge. This is, is another ep- another time where season two is like... Season one was pretend challenges. Season two is fucking real. And also... There has been a robbery. There has been a mm-hmm. robbery. Uh, and they have to go to the warehouse and invest. That's true, though. Yeah, like, they didn't really... Like, besides the City Walk Dark Enforcer thing, they didn't really do much that's like... Superheroes, you gotta come quick. And uh, yeah, stands like there's been a robbery in a warehouse. And you have to get like, there right away. And it's not like when they got to the Dark Forest, he had like a a corpse at his feet. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. But yeah, so they go to a robbery to investigate a warehouse, and the weird it, things get a little weird. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just had a brain blast. Oh. Sorry to t- sorry to derail. No. But I'm just thinking, what if the Dark Enforcer? as part of his, like, being a supervillain, because we had an issue with him that it felt like he was just kind of Stan's weird henchman. Mm-hmm. What if he was a supervillain, and he had a fucking minion, and it was fucking art? What if he had a minion, and it's uh, the Diffuser? <laughs> what if he had a minion, and it was the guy who dressed like a minion this season? <laughs> He's so annoying. Um, anyway. Rudyard so- would be a great minion for the Dark Enforcer, because he's also, I don't like him. Just a weird, annoying creep? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pull a Lumeria here and uh, take the most challenging part of this episode to talk about right off the bat without being okay. asked. Have we said what the what the challenge is specifically? I'm going to get into that. Okay. So they, they, they did they tell you, did they tell them what the challenge is before they go or did they just say go yes. to the warehouse? They have, they, they t- have they two minutes each to talk to the victim of a robbery um, and they're, they'll be tested on how much information they can get from the guy. Mm-hmm. So... In a superhero-ly way. Yeah, fucking allegedly. He always Boy. says it, though. He always says you have to do it superhero-ly. I mean, the first part, like, the they really make it seem like this is going to be, like, a fun, like, mystery-solving mm-hmm. task. Mm-hmm. And then it's... They it's don't Stan. really get judged on that in any way. No, they, um... It's Stan. They, they... Okay, so they get... They go to the warehouse, and the victim of the robbery is Mr... Do you have his name? Mr. Long. 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 Uh, Mr. Long is a... um, Weirdo. Weirdo. uh, And... A creep. A creep. Yes. Mr. Long is a creep and a weirdo. Uh, This gave me kind of flashbacks. What the hell is he doing here? I don't know. He gave me... This gave me kind of flashbacks to, like, when I would be, like, working cash register at some place, and, like, someone would come up and just... I, like... It wouldn't even seem like they're trying to buy something. It would just seem like they're trying to talk to me and do, like, ask me weird questions. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of what happens is they're asking about, uh, they're asking about the the missing vase and he Mm -hmm. just, he just keeps asking them about their costumes and their bits Mm -hmm. and touching them. Mm -hmm. Um, is this racist? This is racist. Right. I don't know. Is this... I... You know, the moment that was uh, definitely, I feel like, mm-hmm. was um, two moments where he mentions Taiwan. 
Oh, yeah. Be- because he asks um, Megamind if his costume is made in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, Mr. Mitzvah asks him where the vases came from. And he says, Taiwan. And Mr. Mitzvah says, no, not you, the vases. Yeah, I mean, I that's not surprising. That. Mr. Mitzvah is racist, but... Um... Like, I think he probably thought the guy was being funny and he was going to be funny back, but it didn't work. And it just seemed like they don't don't have antiques in Taiwan. Yeah. (laughs) Right. He knew. Um, Everything is just just made in Taiwan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They they don't have anything old. (laughs) Anyway. uh, So, yeah, the diffuser the diffuser goes first. Mm -hmm. And the the owner is being super weird. And he's like, he's like, oh, can I touch your grenades? What's your blah, blah, blah. And he's he's like, he asked to touch his balls. He does ask to touch his balls. So mm-hmm. the diffuser's like, no, 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 enough about not not here to talk about my gadgets. Like, what, what's your? I mean, he's a cop. He's he's it's he's best, doing yeah, the cop he's, thing. He's he's a cop. He's and like, being a of cop. course, he's, he's fucking suspicious cop. of this guy. He's a cop. Yeah, yeah. The fucking uh, his so he attitude. gets two facts. He finds out that there was an antique vase stolen, and he sees a chain and gloves on the floor. And every time, uh, um. Every time someone uncovers a fact, a, a yeah. little a little magnifying glass h- pops up in the corner and says, "Clue found." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and boy, does that not or matter. Fact found. No, um, I wish that they. I thought that they were gonna like show us what all the clues were at the end. Well, nope. that, well, the real <laughs> mystery is what happened to uh, Andy, uh, but we'll get to that. Andy. Or what's so uh, limelight's next. Uh, yeah, Mr. Long asks her her real name. He's getting really creepily in He's her, getting her real face. Weird. Uh, mm-hmm. she only finds out one fact as far as we know, which is that the robbery was this morning. Who cares? And she's uh, also Parthenon, very annoying. Parthenon, uh, finds out that one of the employees didn't show up for work today. Is there even any reason? Is there even any reason to say what all the facts are? It no. doesn't, it doesn't come it up. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Some people, uh, some of them do well in getting facts and other of others of them don't. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about Mr. Long is like trying to buy Parthenon's arm jewels from him. Mm-hmm. But Strike like shows off his martial arts. Yes, yeah, and uh, they're cool. You know what I did? <laughs> you know what I did like uh, from Hyperstrike's part is uh, he's like he's like, do you know anyone who has a grudge against you or anything like that? And Mr. Long's like, nah. so what's your real name? And he's like, I can't tell you that. Yeah, answer the question. He's just like. My wife just divorced me, and it sounds like he's, like, trying to flirt with him. <laughs> it does! So what time are you done with this superhero show thing? Um, so, yeah, um, Basura gets sexually harassed. Um, that fucking sucked. It sucked. Oh, my yep. God. Uh, like, when the waiter said to Creature, like, oh, you're, like, your costume's, like, kind of sexy. It was in the, like, flirting with the waiter challenge. He's, like... And she mm-hmm. says it back, him. and she's, like, already into him. But Sarah's, like, already uncomfortable just like everybody else is. And he's, like, your costume. You're sexy. And she's, like... Thanks, Bernie eh. Sanders. She, she finds out... That <laughs> your costume is very sexy. She finds out that the, the vase The top can. 10% of... The top 1% of your costume is very sexy. Mr. Mitzvah walks in, and he's just, like, See, here's the problem. Ugh. <laughs> Mr. Mitzvah is, like, the evil opposite of Bernie Sanders. God, he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, uh, Hygiena, Hygiena is able to get some information about, like, security cameras out of him, mm-hmm. but that's all she's getting because he won't fucking stop asking her about her costume. He's like, oh, you're here to clean? Are you here to clean? Are you the cleaner? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure that they just told this guy to be, like, as annoying and difficult as possible, but uh-huh. Jesus Christ. And then... And ask questions. Yeah. And then we get to the real star performer of this Oh, my challenge. goodness. 
Yeah, Braid. Braid says, hi, I'm here to lose. Yeah, Braid, um, Braid does some, talks about some bullshit. I, this is the most Braid thing she could have done. This is, ex- do you she's think, so lame. Do you think that she thought it was superhero lead to answer the questions? Or do you think she was caught up in the moment? I think that she probably uh, made a character that she was very fond of and that she thought was very well-developed. And then when a, when a person on the show asked her about her character, she probably just started going and didn't stop until she realized, oops, I'm out of time. Braid mm-hmm. is a superhero that I would see at an elementary school assembly. <laughs> like that's made by an elementary five. school? No, no, no. Cute. Like an element. She comes in and she's like, "Hey, kids, I'm here to talk to you about being cool." Yeah, oh, like yeah. the general, like the general electric assembly or the don't do drugs assembly. Uh-huh. I see. Um, and then Mr. Metzwa, uh So, oh, sorry. Can we talk about what one of the things that Braid says? Uh, that yes. her hair tentacles out, or uh, no? It's I think it's the last thing that she says, which is uh, I didn't fully understand it, but this is word for word. I also have my death whip. Which, if it's not a person, I will kill yeah. and disintegrate yes. them. Yes, so, yes, I, I did I did write that down in my notes. Uh, She's fucking Dark Enforcer, too. She kills animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, like, if, if I accidentally whip an animal, it will die, die. and explode. It it's will. not a very good death whip if it can't kill people. I'm just saying. I no, thought it, that's just, yeah. It's a death whip for animals only. Yeah. Is it supposed to be, like, if it's a civilian? No, if it's not, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe there was like some weird editing where they like cut what she was saying, and she meant to say like if it's not a good person, yeah, or like if it's a person, it won't. But if, I think unless uh, no. it's a person, Unl- like, yeah, I don't know. That still doesn't make sense. If someone littered once, do they deserve to die? Like, well, that's, the they're no longer a person point? at that point. Yeah, they're a criminal. Um, right. So yeah, uh, Mr. Fentzville, we've already talked Hi, about. I'm the diffuser. He finds a a broken lock. Um, which somehow nobody else found. Yeah, uh, he's his strategy for getting information is to be extremely pushy and and mm-hmm. like he's. I mean, he's basically just like given as much as he yeah, gets. He's like, yes, I, like, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Who do you think stole it? Do you have any? Do you know? <laughs> by no means like, must you. Uh, we'll give see how it. that goes for you. By no means must you give it to Mister Mitzvah, but. Uh, I don't think he was particularly in the wrong in this situation. He was just oh, no, kind especially of... uh, for reasons that we'll get to later. Yeah, he was yes ending. Um, this is kind of the like if the part of the t- helping the kid challenge was just the part where you found the kid and you have to get her back to her mom. Remember how mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Where's your mom? Where is she? What do we? What what's happening? Where are you go?" Like. Major Victory just screamed, Allison! Yeah, it's that, but in a warehouse with an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, so Mr. Mitzvah escorts him to the security office. And, mm-hmm. and his uh, mom is waiting. Mm-hmm. Last is mindset. I don't... Does mindset get anything? Uh, there, was, there was Whip Snap also, oh, yeah. who... She seemed to have a pretty easy time with the guy for some reason. He uh-huh. just, like, asked to see her whip and then just kind of left it at that. She gets yeah. off... I mean, Maybe she he gives, was tired by then. She was giving off very security guard vibes. Mm, he uh, did sure. ask to see her whip the whip. And she was like, I will do that if you answer my questions. Yeah. Basically. Uh, true. Um, so then we get to the end of challenge and something amazing happens. Stan's like, okay, you got it. Let's go. And then um, Hyperstrike dabs. Yes. He runs he while dabbing. He super did dab. I don't think he realized he was dabbing, but he uh, does dabbing dab. Was not he was a, like, dabbing was not a thing. He, like, dabbed to, like, begin his Naruto run, Exactly. Yeah, but well, he, he does kept dab. It, yeah, he kept it behind him. 
to run. I, I shrieked. Uh, when That's this true. Happened. He did. He Naruto ran in a dab. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, he was very fast. So next thing, <laughs> and, and Basura gives two thumbs up. Um, and the next thing we get is we go outside. Oh, Stan. Stan explains. By the way, uh, on the screen, he's like, "Hey, you know how you all thought that this was a fun mission about." Uh, solving a mystery well it wasn't no forget forget all that shit forget the clues it doesn't fucking matter we're never going to talk about that shit ever again Go the fuck home. the real test was how much to see how much you would give up about yourself under pressure which uh-huh. doesn't feel remotely like what actually happened or what the point of this was but whatever yeah. he was like because like he, he wasn't asking like what he, like he asked a few people like what's your real name but he like yeah he wasn't like trying to learn their secrets he was just like oh what are can i things? buy your armor yeah he was, yeah, Stan is like, it was a secret test, as if we haven't already had a secret test? Um, haven't we? Wait, what am I doing? I don't, it's I just know. like, no shit, Stan. It's yeah. always a trick. It's yeah, so then I get mad at the next thing. So, yeah, everybody goes, um... Uh, but how do, they, how do they leave the warehouse, though? Um... What do you, what, like, do you mean that they walk out, or do you mean that, um... The, no, I mean that I mean that the diffuser fucking, fucking opens the go, door. Go, 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 go! Like they're oh like the God. car is like three feet next to the door. What yeah. are they doing? They, what, but this what happens. Do? What is he doing? Shut the fuck up, diffuser! Yeah, God. Yeah. But this happens first. Um, is uh, we get several uh shots. We get a shot of a man mm, carrying boxes. Right. Mm-hmm. We get a shot of a grandma struggling. Mm-hmm. We get right, a shot right. of Andy. Uh. Who's the lost dog? Andy. Andy is a adorable, adorable. Oh, that's what we're referencing. And he's so sitting cute. right under the They're poster. The poster. He's so cute. Oh my also, god! How could they we, ignore Andy? He's like a little. He's a beagle, and he looks oh, old and he's just old like beagle. he's resting his bo- bones. Um, the poster. So the point of this poster is this is a lost dog. The poster uh-huh. just says. Lost dog will answer to Andy. Yeah. No information about which no direction the security office is. Oh, uh, because it's a plant? Yeah, but they like... know that it's a plant. You would think that it's like, I live at 123 ABC Lane. Oh, yeah, What that's if true. they rescued Andy and Andy got to live with them in the lair? But they oh, that would be great. But then <laughs> yeah, that would just be... there's nothing actionable on this lost dog poster. Right. Yeah, it's just like, they're... you can steal this dog. <laughs> God, I wish Andy was still here. <laughs> He'll dog. answer to Andy. Uh, free to good home. I yeah. wish Andy was still here. So um, this is these are like shots of Americana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it's, they were just like setting the scene of where the warehouse was. It's a pastiche. It's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It's the, it's the secret no, challenge. It's a secret challenge. Um, also, uh, their tra- tires have been tracked. Um, well, that's mm-hmm. the weird thing. Is at first it's like, oh no, someone stole their wheels, but they're they're just on the ground. I also someone just thought, removed them. But the, I the, the car is still showed... up on its. Uh, the car is still up on the jack. Yeah, they showed the guy with like a bunch of boxes and a woman. The woman like putting something in her car, right? And the dog. And I was like, oh, these are all clues. Like, these people stole the tires. <laughs> but yes, that's why the man was having trouble carrying the boxes, is because there were tires in them. They were full of and tires. He's extremely strong. The dog is strong. chewing on a, on a tire. Yeah. He's just ridiculous. Has already eaten strong. a tire. You have to like induce vomiting in the dog because he ate like a tire. Uh, yeah. And so... But no, the course, tires are just, like, a couple feet away from them. The fuser is screaming already, and... <laughs> And just freaking mm-hmm. the fuck out as you do uh, mm-hmm. if you're a cop. Yeah. So I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think it's it's pretty. It's I think it's pretty obvious that like 
the man struggling with the boxes and the old woman like trying to put her walker in her trunk but having a hard time with it for some reason uh i think it's pretty obvious that those are part of the challenge mm-hmm. the dog is like pretty far He's away far from away. them how would you read the poster well, uh, that's that's the thing is the what we learned later because I didn't I didn't notice this, but apparently, like in front of their car, there's a lost dog poster. But oh. like, what's the thought process supposed to be? Like, you see the poster and you're like, oh, yeah. the dog is probably here. The dog is extremely <laughs> the high water mark, and since nobody there's a lost that, dog, well, I better start looking. I mean, since- you would see the picture, you would see the poster, see how fucking fake it is because it doesn't have a number, a phone number, or address on it or anything. And yeah, like, oh, this is part of the show. But also, um, <laughs> but also, like nobody noticed the lost dog, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, so anyway, so yeah. diffuser is delegating. He is He's delegating, eh, kind of. And everyone's just like, "Fuck, get this guy out of here!" Mm-hmm. He's just screaming. Ah. He's like, "He's like, check the, the whatever. Look for the keys. See if you did, did, make sure has you get the notes. The make keys? sure that everything is." Does anybody see the car keys? Does anybody see the keys? I did. I did appreciate the talking head of Miss Limelight, yep. where she's like, she's like, the diffuser really stepped up to be a leader, although it didn't feel like he was really contributing anything besides yelling. Yeah. yeah so everyone's standing around, and what feels- She was up- like, does Spider-Man yell? Does Superman yell? Probably. It's extremely Probably. valid point. Superman's kind of a cop. Um, anyway. Okay, but Spider-Man doesn't yell. Yeah. Uh, the- anyone- all of the people with a shred of emotional intelligence, and yes, I'm including Miss Limelight because she does have emotional te- intelligence, and she's just she knows what it is. She chooses not it. to use it. Yeah, exactly. She she chooses not to act on it. Um, they all notice that uh, something's wrong. Parthenon comes the guy with the boxes. Uh, I think Parthenon and Basura, like I think they just notice like this can't be the whole. Right, because like, what it, what would yeah. the challenge be like? Do you know how to put a tire back on a car? That's There's ten of them and four tires. Superheroes right. work at triple A. Um, right, I think I think we see a shot of Parthenon where he's just like, well, this can't be right, and he's just like looking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he helps the guy who's struggling with the boxes. Um, the boxes, which are clearly empty. Yeah, <laughs> no, something like, falls see- out of one of them. Oh yeah, that's right. It was like it was like a small plastic bag. Yeah, yeah of like rice or something. But it doesn't yeah. look heavy, but yeah, anyway. Um, One grain of rice. <laughs> well, that's uh, you're so observant. Hygiena. That's, that's right. I counted. <laughs> Hygiena, Basura, and Parthenon all look around yeah. and see a thing. Hygiena and Basura help the old woman with her car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which they they both help her, but not they're not that's in the same shot times. together. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Yeah, that. I couldn't figure that out because they, they were have, all out there at the same time. They must have just, Miss Hygiena must have gone up to her and she was like, oh, that's so sweet. And the producer was like, great, it's thanks. Part of it. You can reset. Yeah, good job. Um, <laughs> yeah. The sir is like, hey, uh, ma'am, do you need any help? Uh, they, they, they shove the old lady back into the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, they, so they, they finish putting the tires on. Diffuser's like, all right, let's go, 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 go. They run over the dog on the way out. <laughs> um, yeah. Andy, rip. Um, and apparently. And uh, no, I'll say it later. Sorry. The dog's very uh, cute. So they're back at the hideout. By the way. It's always so cute. Yes. They're back at the hideout. I, I like that at the hideout, Basura is basically just like, I think that that old lady was part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> she was so... She's like, that's, that seemed a little weird. She's I love like, Basura. I have a brain. She's so low-key. I love her. Her energy is... She's, so, she's got fantastic vibes. Mm-hmm. 
So Stan appears on the TV and he says it's elimination time. And Parthenon in a talking head, he's like, uh, Mr. Mitzvah's not really a team player. He, I mm. think he's probably going to be out if I had to guess. And Mr. Mitzvah says something, mm. which is that he says, if I had to guess, I'd say it'll be one of the two Yentas, Limelight or Parthenon. Uh-huh. Shut now, up. Now, if Sam- you're not familiar with the word Yenta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it, it mean a young y- person? Because it seems like it, he's talking about they're two young people. It is a Yiddish word mm-hmm. that means a chattery woman. I do know that. Cool. Hey, Mr. Homophobia. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Awesome. I love to see Jewish representation in the form of rich homophobes. Yeah. L- loves it. What an asshole. Uh-huh. He's such a piece of shit. Fuck this guy. Anyway. D- uh, so Diffuser also has a talking head where he's like, if I'm up for elimination, I'm going to seriously reconsider my life. And I was just like, Stan, eliminate <laughs> him so he quits his job. You must do. Like, hey, it's bad. Like, Stan just being like, hey, I-, I didn't like seeing you be a cop. Um, You should try something else. Yeah. And then that would be, yeah, awesome. cops. That would be uh, practice. So, yes. yeah, they they go to the, the thing and Stan... I, I got an extreme, like, uh, moment where the first person that Stan singles out is, is like, whip snap. You fell and hurt yourself, yeah! ultimately causing your team to lose. But, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But, is, are you really going to nominate her for getting injured? It, you got it around bitten by you. dogs too but then much. He said, but they but you it. got up and kept going, yeah. which is what a hero should do. It's not gotcha. about falling, it's about getting up. And thank God. the thing is, this elimination round was really good. That's the thing that... Because there were multiple challenges! But, and also, because I, um... It's also because there's because, multiple people that I want to lose. And, and also, he, uh, he, like, addresses each of their kind of behaviors and says mm-hmm. what they did or didn't do. It was like a, it was like an actual critique. Like, <laughs> it was not, like an episode of a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Not just yeah, so the bottom three, to the diffuser, but yeah. He's like, uh, you did, you did a great job leading your team to victory now, uh, but you were so focused on leading that you missed the three opportunities that we had for you to help people in need. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, big surprise. Uh, yeah, it's almost like you were just role-playing being epic mm-hmm. to the point that you completely tunnel-visioned and had no idea what the fuck was going on. Why would the challenge just be put the wheels back on? Yeah. <laughs> Why would that be? The, what would be the point of that, you Did they cut idiot? the part where oh, Sam was like, you now you have to get back to the hideout are... as fast as possible? You know that the diffuser <laughs> is like, extremely wants to change a tire. He, like, he's the kind of guy who will change a tire uh, the moment he sees a tire that's not on a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I didn't know that was a type of guy. Oh, extremely is. The people who know how to change tires are a type of person. It's like, how do you know that the person at your dinner party knows how to change a tire? Don't worry, they'll tell <laughs> they, you. They take you outside and change a tire for yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, so, what else? Parthenon, uh, he... Hygiena, and Basura get a thumbs up from Stan for at yeah. least helping someone. And from me, because I like them all. Yes. I was a little, yeah, yeah. I was a little unclear about the challenge, though, because there were only three opportunities to help people and ten people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, guess they that's doubled the thing, up. though, is it's not like, it's not like not helping someone gets you eliminated, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see that, because Limelight doesn't, actively doesn't help the, the old woman. Oh, yeah, Limelight does a fucking, who was a it? Creature. Oh, it was a creature in the first episode in, who, like, yeah. looks at the girl and then is like, whatever. And cracks her whip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she cracks her whip in victory. Um, <laughs> yeah. He also. Miss Limelight just sees the woman and is like, psh. Stan? Or, like, Miss, Miss, Miss Limewire. Okay. Huh? <laughs> Miss Liveleak. <laughs> Um, so Stan also, when he calls out the superheroes, he's like, um, 
you like three of you saw the old man and the old woman or i don't he's not old the the man and the old woman the baby and the and the woman mhm and but none of you saw the dog as far as i know he's still there which Sam. And then they play dogbark.wave. <laughs> Sam, they left the dog behind. Saddog.mp3. It's exactly Andy's like dead. that Futurama oh. episode. The, 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 dog catchers got, <laughs> the dog catchers got Andy, and they killed him. In the aqueduct? What a shame. In the aqueduct. But, no, that is what happened. They drowned him in the uh, aqueduct. No, Andy's so Stan... fine. He just lives there. It's like that, um, that picture of the... Fuck, what am I thinking of? Oh, it's that picture of the dog sitting under the portrait of himself. Oh, yeah. And he just likes to sit, like, there's that dog, that poster should just say, this dog is named Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Andy's spot. I would, yeah. I would, I would clap. Um, yeah. Andy's party, sadly, come get it. Sadly, Andy is definitely dead now. Um, oh. So Stan says that Mr. Mitzvah did well noticing the uh, cut lock, which nobody else noticed. But. But he's like... You also haven't been getting along well with everyone else, and you were unnecessarily rude to Mr. Long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I define unnecessarily. I, I think he was very necessarily rude to Mr. Long. That's the one thing I'll say for Mr. Mitzvah. Yeah. Uh, he criticizes Braid for spending too much time talking about herself. He criticizes Miss Limelight for uh, not notice, her, or for noticing the old woman but ignoring her. And at the job. Uh, and he nominates for elimination. He nominates Mr. Mitzvah, Braid, and Miss Limelight, and mm-hmm. they all get to uh, beg for forgiveness. Uh-huh. And- uh, can so, I, Mr. Mitzvah, can we just get all three of them? Like, I, I, I don't want to complain. Like, I don't want to go back to double eliminations. But can we just get rid of all three of them? Right. <laughs> like, well, here's the thing, Mr. Mitzvah. His his argument that he makes for himself is actually pretty good. Yeah, it makes sense in the context like, of the show. Right. He's like, uh, I wasn't trying to be rude to him. But he was being so evasive as he was supposed to be reporting a crime, like a theft from his warehouse, that I thought that he was the culprit. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm just like, yeah, like he he wasn't even pre- like pretending to care about the vase. Mm-hmm. The and the last thing that happened before they went to the warehouse was that Stan was like, nothing is as it seems. Don't take anything for granted. So right. I'm just like. Right. Yeah, Mr. Mitzvah's got a pretty fucking well, good point there. He's like, well, I was Sam, busy looking for the secret mailman. Well, Sam, you'll know that because Mr. Mitzvah is a, mil- a multi-millionaire, obviously he must have worked very hard to get to that point. That's and, true. And That's true. Otherwise he wouldn't have that money. Now, are you saying he murdered his dad? Yes, yeah, so he knows how people would act so if, they were, said- <laughs> if they were hiding a crime. Uh, a parody, parody, I... Mr. Mitzvah, if you're listening, I don't think you murdered your dad. But we do know that you murdered your mentor, and there's nothing wrong with that. So Braid says uh, her argument for why she should stay is it would mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So Miss Limelight <laughs> yep. says uh, every her, choice her, is a conscious a pretty, choice. She makes a pretty weird argument, which is like, Stan, I'm already giving it a hundred percent, but I just want to keep giving it a hundred percent. Yep. Like, if you think I'm performing suboptimally, well, that's not about to change. But let me do it longer, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Stan is very obviously talking back to people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's starting to make me think that probably he was actually talking to them for a lot of season one. We don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously we don't know, but it it just feels like there was... It feels like a lot of the... 
reason that it felt like he wasn't can probably be chalked up to really fucking terrible editing. Yeah. True. Oh, speaking of speaking of which, here's Woo! another tidbit from that feedback interview was that uh the they asked him uh how long they were at the place and he said uh for whatever reason, I guess just cuz it was still so fresh, he like he was like I can't say that, but I can tell you that we started filming in May and the show came out in July which means that there is a maximum of two months between beginning to film and putting it on the air. Wow. Mm -hmm. And according to feedback, the editor, uh, I believe he said his name was David something. David's The editor, he said, on multiple occasions had to work 24-hour days to get it out in time. Truly add David to the list of people wronged by season one. Well, now he's made JoJo, so... Yes. Like, Jesus we Christ, though, fucking no wonder it looked, it, everything was so busted. The editor was like, like, oh God! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if we can go back and rewatch and, like, figure out which parts he edited at 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> oh. The, um, so, uh, who do you think gets, gets eliminated? Well, Braid straight up didn't do the challenge, yeah, so. Yeah, Braid sucks, so she gets eliminated. Um, sorry, Jonathan Blow. Uh, and like, I'm, I'm and not like I don't know Braid as like a contestant. All I know is that she did a really, really, really Blue terrible Dad. job on the show. Because yeah. so. in the Aquaduct like challenge, Braid. she also there's something about Braid. Maybe it's just, the CIA agent part. Honestly, uh, yeah, I mean the CIA agent thing, boo. But she also like she kind of had like Fat Mama energy in that she was like, I'm 42 and I'm a yeah. mom. But yeah. she, Fat Mama, at least like wanted to prove something and whatever and braid was just like i'm on the show i guess well the and, thing like, is that fat didn't mama really had, contribute very much in the aqueduct challenge and stuff like, like that this isn't a, a dig at fat mama but fat mama had like negative charisma is the thing and that's <laughs> why true. she was so lovable um because she was very bumbling braid seems i i can't describe it better than she seems like a superhero that would be in an anti-drug uh assembly at my school yeah. I think part of it is probably that uh, it's episode one, and while they do have a lot more time than they had in season one, they do have uh, just, they, they are splitting the time with ten people, so there are a lot of people who didn't really get much time in this episode. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see much of Braid this week, except for her fucking up the challenge. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I admit, perhaps, uh, perhaps I am too harsh. Uh, speaking of things, well, I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh saying this in case uh braid comes on the show yeah okay braid defender. Uh, so yeah braid's, mm-hmm. we love braid so uh <laughs> they replaced braid. by the way the the really 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 terrible turning your costume with uh the the cast member just like walks off and stands on a little platform and mm-hmm. then there's like a big cgi beam mm-hmm. that like put the, it when it's like and then they're like wearing their civilian clothes yeah, put some playing did clothes. you think that she was about to be disintegrated i uh <laughs> i yes. thought she was about to be like beamed out of the show yeah because she got swallowed up by that laser i was like oh yeah i was okay. like oh braid's being disintegrated um yeah. sorry jonathan blow that that joke is not going to stop that's um, fine uh speaking of uh braid and what it's time it, to learn what Braid's powers are. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay, I was so excited to get to the next part of the episode. And yes, uh, although this is the end of the episode, there is a next part. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Let's learn uh, what... So, so the flow of time is bound to her movement on... Oh, sorry. Uh, 
that's that's a little that's a little joke about Braid, the video game. Yeah, Jonathan Blow. Yeah, Jonathan Blow. Oh. Hey, Jonathan Blow, come on the podcast. She can use her hair extensions as a zip line. Mm-hmm. Oh, she mentioned that Which to is, Mr. Long. That sounds painful. Uh, she she is a shapeshifter. Oh, okay. That sounds less painful. Well, no, that she, also sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, she's a shapeshifter, but it's agony. It's like she's form a, of an like, eagle. It's a xenomorph. Yeah, she feels every she she feels every hollow. Her bones hollowing out and crunching. Yeah, she has a super sense of smell. Fine. Okay. Okay. And she can change into her costume by using a prism stone. Now, see, I was, I was thinking, why would super? You need super sense of smell if you're a shapeshifter and you can turn into a dog. Mm. Isn't that just part of the territory? Hmm. Well, sometimes, sometimes you want to be. Wow, I'm blanking on any kind of animal. (laughs) Does does braid? Does the dog have rainbow? Uh, braids. That would be that. You know what? I hope so. That'd be pretty fucking good. Rhinoceros yeah. is a I mean, kind braids of animal. Leaving. Okay, rest Bye in braid. peace. Rest in peace, braid. Um, we'll, we'll miss you. I think. Um, sure. Yeah. We, now, we do hey, get the obligatory like sad Charlie Brown moment of braid leaving. Yeah, and but she's hey, like, hey, shut up. Because um, the next thing we get is like a comic book text box that says, "Meanwhile, meanwhile and in a building." Yeah, it zooms in on a building. Inside the building, there's a, a Russian bee woman holding. We will show these superheroes whose boss won't me. I won't love these. Uh, ha ha ha. <laughs> she's got a box. She's got a. She's got a box full of bees, mm-hmm. and she's got a beehive hairdo, and she's mm-hmm. laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably called the beekeeper. She's to, and it says to be continued. To and be it does continued. A, yes, and it does a lens flare on the extra e. Oh my god! It pops I it out. That. I it's was blinded incredible. by the lens. And then flare. it says, we, "Do you get it?" We have, <laughs> yeah, we have to be extra descriptive of the imagery of these episodes. In theaters now. Mm. We have to be extra descriptive in the imagery of these episodes because people can't watch them. I wish that she had had a bigger beehive. <laughs> That's true. Because, but I am oh yeah, we did have to. We did have to pay for these ones. Yeah, so this, I mean, we paid for all of them. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, we paid uh, with our time. patreoncom zero to zero. Doesn't exist. Uh, doesn't exist, but give us money anyway. Like, you know yeah. me. If you're listening to this podcast, you know who I am. Mail me $1 bill. Uh, yeah, so I, I can say this. Um, this is something... Shit, I actually don't remember if I've said this on the podcast before. But I've mentioned uh, that I cannot for the life of me remember if I've watched season two before at all. Uh-huh. I definitely haven't seen all of it if, if I've seen any of it. I think I've maybe just seen bits and pieces of the first episode or two. Because I definitely remember something about bees, and I was waiting for it all last season. Like, when are, when are they gonna when are they gonna get bees dumped on them? Like Nicolas Cage, <laughs> and it uh, it just didn't happen. And I don't know if it's gonna happen in this either. But bees, there are bees. There are bees. That sponsored by Arby's. Do we get villains in this? Do we get? Yes, I I can I can give you a little a little. Uh, I don't want to know. There are two villains this season. It, oh, I hope one of them is. Not the Dark Enforcer, because I don't want to see him anymore. Well, one of uh, them the isn't, because it's... The Dark is not one of them. Well, I, oh. Thank you. Well, Sorry. I was going to say, there's two villains, and we know that one of them isn't the Dark Enforcer, because one of them is the Bee Woman. So maybe the other one is Dark Enforcer, but yeah, they're both not. the Dark Enforcer. So if, if, if Monty With Hall... different gimmicks. If Monty Hall has three doors, and the, he opens one of them and shows me the Bee Woman, I choose one, and he opens one that I didn't choose, and it has the Bee Woman behind it. Um, what's the 
chance that the Dark Enforcer is behind one of the remaining ones. Zero, I got confused <laughs> by what you were saying, and it sounded like there were two B women. Two B. Like the continued. Oh, great! I was gonna be like <laughs> like near Automata. Me too. Ah. Thanks. Yeah. Video games. Video games. It's it's good. They, I like it. Maybe good. someday I'll beat it. So did we get um, any no, questions? You, you should. It's very good. Uh, we do have two questions. Uh, oh, right. on on old Twitter. Yeah. Uh, not uh, not as many as last week. Uh, keep it up, fuckers. Friend of the show, Chai uh, at Rainbow Cole says, uh, "Do dogs have brains or what?" Yeah, I'm looking do. at Balto right now, and I can't really confirm one way or the other. Seems I, unlikely. Okay, I've never seen a dog's brain, but wait, why? What is this question? Is this... Uh, let me explain the context. Didn't of Trisha this. Paytas I tweet earlier. this out? Yes, Trisha oh. Paytas tweeted. Uh, oh, like, okay. Yes. She tweeted something like, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Do dogs have brains? Oh, I remember this, yeah. And then she made a YouTube video about right. it. I remember. And I watched, I watched some of it, and I have some quotes here if you want them. Yeah, lay them on me. Like, sushi. So, so I was like, of course, dogs are, um, mammals, right? Yeah, dogs are mammals, they're humans. Uh, no, they're not humans. Okay. They're part of the animal kingdom that God created. Love yeah. you, Jesus. Oh. Oh, yeah, she but went But dogs can't phase. talk. Okay. So do they have brains? Yeah, they can walk, but it's because we're telling them to walk. It's like if I were to tell my computer to turn off, it would turn off, but it doesn't mean it has a brain. Amazing. I can't take more She's of right. That. I mean, computers don't have brains. They have, they are modeled to resemble the human brain. That's how computers well, work, but. Not, not really. But well, they no, have. But they mimic. They... Contrary to what Elon Musk might believe. Okay, yeah, no, Elon Musk is a stupid head, but there is, like, the functions of computer, like, the way. The computers are structured is similar to the way, like, memory is structured is similar to the way the human memory is structured. Is that, I don't think that's true. No, it's true. We have long-term and short-term memory. Short-term memory is the memory that you are currently Okay, I guess, I guess on a larger, we're gonna, here, we'll, we'll get in a fight about this off the air. Anyway, uh, Gas Mask Luminary, friend of the show Mix, asks, uh, name your picks if there was a season two, oh, sorry, not a season two, there was a season two. Name your picks if there was a season of Who Wants to Be a Superhero Celebrity Edition. Bonus points for uh, what their superhero names would be. Okay. Oh, God. Um. So there's someone who immediately comes to mind for me with this. Uh-huh. I would love to see what Weird Al Yankovic could bring to the table. Ooh, oh, yeah. Uh, hell yeah. That's hard to beat. Um, James uh, Mansfield, I because I want to see more content from her. Who? James Mansfield. She was eliminated on season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Uh, God. God would be really good at it. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bit of an advantage. Kind yeah. of OP. Um, um, I was, my my problem with this question is that uh, I was trying to think of uh, what, like, what I would want out of a celebrity contestant on this show. And I was like, I would want someone who's, like, funny and, like, willing to commit to the bit and also would just, like, say some weird bullshit that you would never see coming and then i was like oh bob mortimer oh, would be so yeah, good for bob this mortimer. and then i just realized that when when i think celebrity who wants to be a superhero i just my ideal version of that would just be the show taskmaster yeah i yeah ah. you're right <laughs> i guess what i'm saying is that taskmaster is the ideal show okay. if you think about it okay. stan is the master of all of the tasks How in the about- same way that a dungeon master is a dungeon master I want Benedict Cumberbatch to sleep in the twin bed. 
<laughs> and also, uh, how about Stanley? No. Well, he's dead. Oh. I also, even if when he was alive, he was old. Yeah. Okay. He um, was. He was old the entire time he was alive. That's what right. Would, what yeah. would? Uh, what would? Yeah. I. I don't, like the thing with Weird Al is that you can't really peg down his superhero name because. I mean, his superhero name would literally just be Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, Weird Al. Because like just no Yankovic. Like I can't pretend to be funny like Weird Al. Um, but that sounds like I'm saying that Weird Al pretends to be funny. I was I was wondering. No, I can't. No, I didn't. I can't pretend to be like I personally not funny. Can't pretend to be like Weird Al, who is funny. Strangely enough, I have I have come to I was a huge Weird Al fan as a kid, but as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate him more and be like, yeah. oh, he's actually really good at what he does. No, I mm-hmm. like. Yeah, he's great. He's on Comedy Bang Bang. He's very good. Oh, Despite yeah. the time that I went to a Weird Al Yankovic concert when I was like 10 and I, it was so loud that I cried, I do still appreciate if, Weird Al Yankovic. If you're 10 mm. and you go to any concert, you're going to cry because it's too loud. Concerts are too loud. I um, feel like Justin Timberlake maybe would like mm. go for it in a kind of major victory way. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think Justin Timberlake would be good on this. I also think uh, it would be funny if Weird Al was in it um, to have Lady Gaga also on it because like... She would take it really seriously in the other direction, and also she has like multiple times um, disallowed Weird Al Yankovic from using her songs. I'm pretty sure that'd be some good drama. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga's allowed on on Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Superhero. Hunter Biden. God. No, Hunter Biden. The problem. Is, no. Superhero name is Fail Son. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this with doing this is our dream cast is not what. Celeb- like this is who wants to be a superhero if it was made of celebrities but like celebrity who wants to be a superhero would have like fucking Gilbert hunter Godfrey. biden on it like megan mccain yeah. like it would have like b fucking C- sean spicer right. sarah palin it would just all be republicans <laughs> <laughs> republicans in image rehab like dancing just- with the stars <laughs> who wants to be a superhero three Tim oops Allen's all republicans there. oops um, all republicans uh, Dark Enforcer is back on the show. <laughs> now we don't know that. He's no, Dark Enforcer this time. He's not Iron Enforcer, but he's still trying to be a superhero. The Red Enforcer. <laughs> oh. He, he's gone communist. <laughs> sure. Um, Alright. Uh, is that it? Uh, that's, our, that's our questions for this week. What's your favorite shape of pasta? Spaghetti. I don't, I don't have an answer to this. I, you know, I, I like a... I'm I'm a I'm a a classic a classic loser. I I like like a I like a rotini. Yeah, yeah. I like a you know what I had recently for the first time was uh what's it called like it was like or orchietta or something. It was shaped like ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah that those was are great. that was an interesting one. I like okay. radiatory. Um about Hey, why are, What I said spaghetti. Oh, okay. Spaghetti. spaghetti. Sorry, you just you spooked me so much that I died. I, I would like Tim uh, Tim Heidecker to be on. Fuck, to be Tim Heidecker would be so good on Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Superhero. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Tim and but, Eric, and they're on as one contestant. But he has to be his on-cinema persona. His on-cinema character, yeah. yes, thank you. Uh, Amer- he, would, he would come on as Whale Man. Decker, or, yeah, as Whale Man. Um, okay, well, uh, Sam, mm-hmm. where can we find you and all of your thoughts about pasta? Uh, you can find my thoughts about pasta on uh, Zero to Zero episode seven. Uh, oops, all Republicans. Uh, sorry, this um, is Zero to Zero me... season two episode one. Um, it's episode fine. seven. It's episode it, 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 <laughs> the seventh episode. 
also known as episode seven. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Posy Stress. You can listen to my Secret Life of the American Teenager podcast, Jurgenit, at secretlifepod.com if you don't know how to spell Jurgenit, because why would you? Jurgenit. You can listen to episode 100 of Extra Credit, which I was on the first part of the four parts of it, which you can hey find at thefmin.us. Great. Yay. I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub. Buh. Or you can hear my thoughts on the excellent show of Elementary. Um, What's the second in, B for? Oh, the second B is to be continued. Oh. It's um, the braid. It's to <laughs> go on zero to zero. The second B is to continue my username. Um, Elemental <laughs> <laughs> uh, P is my podcast about elementary with um, more guest spots from Balto the Dog, which you might have heard in this episode. Sorry about that. I'll edit them out as much as possible. Okay. Sorry. I don't remember much Balto. So if you want now, the exclusive now, Balto sounds, you have to listen to LMNOP. <laughs> on Northspace. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Be honest. Because this is, I think we can all agree, season two, episode one was was miles above uh, season one, episode one. Or any episode of season one. Mm-hmm. Was this better than Elementary? No. What? No. <laughs> Now be Ele- honest. No, elementary has Lucy. <laughs> elementary has Lucy Liu on it. Let what are me you talking think. About? Let me think. Trisha Paytas or Lucy Liu? Okay, take your time. Uh, fuck no. Go ahead, Giga. It was not better than elementary. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, it's me. I'm Giga. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic, um, where I sometimes post art and most of the time post political opinions uh, and bad jokes um (laughs) i um but more importantly you can play a video game that i worked on called paradise killer uh that comes out this friday the fourth on nintendo switch and steam and also just in time for labor day weekend yes the perfect time to i have a job now so i might be able to buy a video game yeah it's gonna be yeah, it, it's it's high, it's a perfect Labor Day weekend is the perfect time to play a highly stylized murder mystery. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna with I really was... fucking good music. Oh my god! Heavily inspired by the warehouse challenge. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm can't say that. Actually, <laughs> the story the story that we didn't get. What you said? No. I said I'm actually gonna I'm gonna buy this game before I was like, oh, I don't play any video games except Animal Crossing, but it sounds good. Yeah, it's fucking I think it's sick. pretty much Animal Crossing. It's basically Animal Crossing, except with more occult. They're more explicit about the fact that it's the animals cross someone. you, and they yeah, and they die. Um, Spoilers. Oh, I didn't know anyone died in the murder mystery game. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck. Um, but yeah, Paradise Killer. Check it out. All right. Um. Uh. What what's the word that begins with E? Enchilada. Uh. uh Thank you to Noisepace.xyz uh, for hosting us. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Noisepace.xyz, you can listen to beautiful, uh, pristine, shimmery, golden podcasts. Such as sparkly as their beds as mm-hmm. this episode. Such as The Island Shuffle. and Jurgenit. Uh, Jurgenit. And um, is Kid Nation Nation on? Hell yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Kid they Nation. just they just got their uh, interview up with, uh, with Kid Nation Olivia. Oh. Nice. Uh, Kid Nation Nation rocks. It's so good. And great podcast. Uh, if you want to watch a actual reality TV show that is free to watch and also fun to watch, uh, watch Kid Nation and listen to the podcast. I mean, 
Kid Nation is also a challenging watch. Uh, it's it's rough, but also watching kids suffer is fun. Um, okay, then. <laughs> it's it's Kid Nation is so weird. Um, Speaking of podcasts, which which recently had a special episode, you can check out uh, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. They got a, a very Dazushi special podcast by friend Roy and Fallon. They got a very special boy on that podcast, featuring featuring my very special brother Jordan. Um, is he your specialist brother? No, that's um, me. Well, he's the only brother who listens to this podcast, so yes. <laughs> All right. Um, cauliflower. Sorry? That's my that's my catchphrase. Exchanger! Ex- um, yeah, uh, excommunication. I'm frantically looking around my room for anything that starts with an E. Uh, egg salad. Uh, <laughs> I don't have egg salad in my room? What kind of fucking bridge troll do you think I am? <laughs> um... It's like, let me stash some egg salad <laughs> under my bed. Um, eggplant. Uh, I do have an eggplant in my room, but um, it's got to be something that starts with an E in here. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to McDonald's. Energizer. Yeah. Bye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.